Hey, y'all. My name is Dr. Jill Baker. I'm a wife, a mom, a community health researcher, and an executive director. And I'm Sonora Joy Allwood. I'm a wife, a mom, a nurse, a holistic activist, and an entrepreneur. We're Black mothers and Black professionals from the Bronx who experience infertility and traumatic birth. You are listening to A Tribe Called Fertility, a community for BIPOC parents, mothers, and fathers who are on fertility journeys. We are here to help prevent maternal and infant mortality. In this show, we hope that you will feel empowered, supported, and inspired. You are not alone in this journey. Welcome to A Tribe Called Fertility. My name is Jason Wiley. I am an entrepreneur, business owner, husband, father, uh, son, child of God, and I have struggled with infertility. And this is my story. So you can start, just tell us. Yeah, wherever you want your story. Yeah, wherever you want to start. So I was born on a warm, beautiful, sunny day. I think it was a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, January 5th. It was a beautiful day. The heavens opened, the skies sang, the doves flew, and and God gave the light. I was born to the world, and, uh, you know, it was a pause, and there was rejoice in the fact that that was done. And then um, at two months old, I think that was the first time I, like, rolled on my stomach. Is that, I mean, are we good? That's what we want we, I mean, well, <laughs> you and I'm rolling over here. You, you said, you said my story. So I wasn't sure. This is, is going to be a really good episode. That's all I know. <laughs> so funny. I just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where you wanted to start. This will be a three part series. <laughs> all right. So I guess we like, fast forward to your fertility story. Or when you oh. and your, and your wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're like, you gotcha. know, y'all started talking about, okay, you want to think about having a baby. That's typically kind of where it starts. I oh, guess. got you. Got you. Okay. <laughs> you know I, mean? I, got, I got confused. Sorry about that. No, Sorry. that's bad. our fault because we have to work on our questions. <laughs> Good feedback. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Because there's so much to me. I just didn't, I didn't want there, you to know. Right. Right. Okay. You got the levels. You got yeah, the levels. Got levels. Always had the levels. <laughs> we, okay. we we didn't talk about what we used to do together we used to be on the at Penn the black kind of a social concert yes planning committee uh, effect. so that's how we met and then yeah that's how we met and and i took that and made a career out of it and, con- right. and made a career out of it yeah oh, that's so and- awesome Jill went on and became a doctor and, yeah, and like not, as, not as fun, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is life. Oh yeah, let's 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 go to Penn for this. This is great. Right. Right. <laughs> and Jason worked for for Bad Boy and I yeah, remember watching you on TV and being like, that's my boy, Jason. Yep. Oh. Yeah, through the years. So I always knew I wanted to have kids. That's a part of like my, I'm from the Midwest. So where are you from? Sonora? Yeah, I'm from the Bronx. You're from the Bronx. So you East Coast, you East Coast yeah. people, y'all don't yeah. really know what it's like to be from the Midwest. But from the Midwest, like you win when you have a, a family. That's win. Like oh. not, not money, not like 
it's a win in the family. Harry is on. Uh, I got you. The average, I'm in Georgia now. I'm in Atlanta. The average family size, well, actually, I'm in Gwinnett County. We differentiate. But the average family size in my county is four kids. So I totally understand what you're saying about winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winning. That's winning. Like, That's I came winning. out east and they was like, what you doing for your career? And I was like, career? Like, what about, <laughs> what about, what, you what about kids? What about my family? Right? Like, so, right. so it's a big, it's a different threshold, right? And yes, so, got you. So that was my, that was my threshold. And then I'm in an unusual circle where most of my friends are black men who are married with kids. Like, that's, yeah. that's most of my like mm-hmm. friend from home from you know high school through right. they're like married with kids so i don't really i don't and really how, have Jason, how old are you now 40 okay yeah. yeah it's there's that like period like for like at least a decade where it's like it everyone's getting married and then yes kids and right yeah and you're like what yeah. about me what yeah. about me yeah. right yeah and so mm-hmm. i got married at 20 Five, right? Twenty-five, yeah. Twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah. Wow. I was young, and then <laughs> so wanted to have kids. We waited a little bit to get the marriage together. Then we tried. Then it just wouldn't work. I mean, we wound up going to three doctors in New York. We had a consultation with a doctor in Chicago, and we went to two doctors in LA. Mm. So wow. Y'all were hopping around. Wow. Yeah, we were hopping around. Wow. Yeah, we were we were trying to figure it out because there wasn't there wasn't a um there wasn't an answer. No one was like, this is the reason. Right. This is the reason of why. Yeah. Yes. No, we didn't get one of those. Right. Yeah. So we kept trying to figure it out. Like, you're not working, but you're not telling us like right. this, this is the answer. So I mean, we we were doing drug deals in the streets of Philadelphia. I mean, we live in New York. So just like we were doing drug deals in the streets of Philly, drug deals in Jersey, like, you know, like that black market on the fertility drugs, because after a while, insurance stops paying for things and you are you are hustling. So we spent quite a bit of money on the process of trying to get pregnant and um, nothing worked. And my poor wife, like you know, getting shot up in restaurants and movie theaters and like a whole, whole, the regimen of like timing. So, you know, we're in the random ass places, giving my wife needle shots and stuff and uh, nothing worked. So Mm. went through that. Then it was a a mourning period, more so for my wife than anything of like. Can you give us like an idea of like, from the time when you all were like, oh, we want to have kids to that time of going to all the doctors and all the money you spent, like how much time was that? Yeah. So 2005, we got, I mean, 2006, we got married. And then I think we started like 2008. My daughter is born in 2016. So from okay. 2008 through 2000, I'll say 2013 was 2012, 2013 was like the entire trying. So yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. And then 2013 through 15 was nothing. Was like my wife needed time to 
mourn that we weren't going to get pregnant and to stop stop all of the i mean we yeah. we went to doctors all yeah. over the country too mm-hmm. so so it was a lot of back and forth of of things then we decided we were going to go to foster to adopt okay. process so we we went through the full foster training program my mother's a social worker so I already was aware of my wife really wasn't but we got certified they were about to open our house, which is a whole process. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Yeah. So they literally was That's about to open, open our house. And then we were like, this isn't for us, though, because yeah. it's really for if you're really poor or if you're really rich. Like if you're in the middle and you work and you like it's not really for that. Like so you can't leave the state without permission. You can't you can't have the child stay anywhere without them being certified and approved right and so we're a very i mean we work and we travel a lot for work and you know our plan mission was that we hitch the kid onto our back and whatever we do or go that's where the kid would be but then it was just like no that can't and we're we're not a nine to five family so we need you have to think about your lifestyle yeah we need people to like help us and it's just not an option when you're fostering so stop that. We actually had spoke to an adoption lawyer in 2013. Mm. And it was not a good look for my wife. Like she it just was very emotional. And that's when we realized we needed a, a break of like this stuff. And so we went back to her in 2015, yeah. in end of 2015, 16 to say, okay, I think we're ready. If you're a black heterosexual couple, you can get a baby really easily adopting like private adoption because a lot of black people who are having kids who don't have black options. So interesting. That story was crazy, too. We drove to Syracuse to meet this woman who was on methadone. And I was I was completely fine with her being on methadone and us potentially adopting her baby and then wow. we left the restaurant and she started smoking the methadone was fine but the cigarette was i don't know i mean i don't know but i think it was more the impulse control she didn't really yeah. have control yeah. so we didn't know what was going to happen she wound up like getting arrested i mean it, it like that uh, we, yeah, we yeah, learned yeah. some things that got bad for her but then we heard about a woman that was due in four weeks. At the time, I lived in Philly. My wife lived in LA. And we had to kind of introduce ourselves to her because I don't know if you know private adoption. The woman giving the baby up for adoption has most of the power. She determines the couple she wants to give the baby to. And she she sets the standards for how much she wants to be in touch and all of those. So we submitted our book on who we were. You create these books the about book, your family. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. So three weeks, three weeks before she was due, she said she was comfortable with us. So my yeah. wife quit her job in L.A., moved wow. to Philly with us, with me. Three weeks later... I hadn't really told anybody at work. I had just started the job in June and it was it was October. But you don't really tell people you could adopt because it can fall through at any point. So I remember. Hey, tribe. 
If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. We really appreciate your feedback. Also, don't forget to follow us so you can be alerted each time we drop new content. Thank you for listening. That week that the baby was due, I thought maybe I should tell people because it was going to be kind of weird. I was just going to show up with a baby. <laughs> a baby. Right. You might have a baby. I have a, yeah. So I started, I told my staff and the president of the company, I'm like, uh, yeah, so I might have a baby in a week, but I'm still working. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was at work, got a call. My wife said the woman called and said, she's going to the hospital. She's in labor. And so she was in Newark. We were in Philly. Then I got to my house in like 15 minutes from work. And then we were driving from Philly to Newark. And about 30 minutes later, we got a picture of a baby. Like the woman had within 45 minutes. So it's about an hour and a half from Philly to Newark. So with like 15 minutes left to go, we got a call. Like, can you bring some Popeyes? This is the first time we're meeting the woman. She never wanted to meet us. A bigger woman, she had chosen a white couple, and they, when they met her, said the baby could be obese, so they didn't want to adopt from her. What? And and so she was devastated, so she didn't want us to meet her for fear that we would would, uh, reject the baby, too. So first time we meet her, she's being wheeled out of, like, recovery room. And we're like, hey, we're, we're, we're taking your, (laughs) yeah, we're here. Thanks. Wow. Here's some Popeyes. (laughs) And, and, uh, that's, that's how my, my daughter was born. And then then from that, I mean, so we, we got parent bracelets and, um, and so we, we were her parents from that moment on. And then it's a very scary situation because you don't know adoption. You can adopt. Every state has different guidelines until a baby is born. So Jersey is 72 hours. New York is like nine days. So after mm. you, can, you can think for nine days, you're going to be Ooh, a parent. And then hard. the birth mother can be like, yeah, I was just joking. I'm good. I want, I want the baby back. There's some horror stories out there. Crazy thing about the whole adoption process is you have nothing. Because you don't know if it's going to really happen. So we had no baby anything. You didn't have a room. You didn't have a. Because it could it could not happen. And like that would have just that would have just put us in a tailspin. Like Oh, if, absolutely. So, absolutely. Like we, you have to self-protect. Yes. So we have nothing. So the woman's like, what, what clothes, what you going to put her in? Like, what do you, what, what did you, do you have outfits picked out? And we were like, yeah. Oh, right. So, <laughs> we'll get him right now. Let's so wait. So what y'all did? Y'all, y'all didn't have yeah. a car seat, did you? Either? No, we didn't have anything. So, <laughs> so that that night we go. So Devin had to be in the hospital for three days, two days, three days. So it was a Friday. So she left on Monday. She had jaundice, so they kept her in another, a little bit, another a little longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we running, getting clothes, getting car seats, getting bassinets, getting getting oh, stuff. Like God. one of us is at the hospital, the other one like, like somebody got Target. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then adopting, you can't leave the state until you're cleared. 
which is a whole mm. other process. So, mm. so I have a I have a house in Brooklyn. I have an apartment in Philly, and I have to stay in Jersey until they clear us. So I'm still working because I just started the job in June, and so I got to go to work, and then I'm coming back to the hospital. So we stayed in four different hotels because every hotel had some issue that my my wife was not. It was concerning <laughs> yeah. about about what yeah. it would do to the baby. So one of oh, the yeah. she didn't feel like one of the the filters in the room was sufficient enough to have a baby in. Another one she felt like was too noisy as a hotel to to have a baby there. I have an apartment in Philly and a house in in New York. I'm like, yo, we could just go <laughs> just. to one of these <laughs> one of these things. Wow, I really worry about because literally all be. that happens is. Someone calls you and says, your lawyer calls you and says, you're cleared. You can leave. But no one's checking. No one's like on you. But you're so nervous that what if someone does come and check you or something? Right. Yeah, do it right. So so we went to like we were like walking around with like bassinets and all this stuff to different hotels, going to different hotels. With a newborn. With With a newborn. Can you imagine? Brand, oh my wow. God. Wow. Brand but I got, this I got is two stuff places. people don't hear about adoption, no. I must say. No. I feel Mm-mm. very it's, grateful at this moment. It's crazy. I mean, it's the whole the whole process. I mean, how much it is, wow. and what it what it what it takes. I mean, fostering to adopt is like a whole nother. So we went through that process and then we they have so many nuances and so much stuff mm. that people don't talk about. I mean, so like for me, right, a part of this is one, black people don't talk about infertility enough. So I thought it was good about what the what what exists for for women and Mm -hmm. men. Also, you know, it's funny, like Jillian, because of where we are in our age, listening to some women who talk about like freezing eggs or like these kind of things. And I'm like, girl, you don't have eggs to freeze. I know you won't receive it from me, so I'm not going to say anything. I just got to hear <laughs> this conversation. But like, but you've been there, done that. So I've been there, done that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo. So let me tell you, when you hit 35, you're cut in half of how many eggs you're producing, and like from there, your 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 rate is dropped like tremendous. Like I'm like, yo, I can I can walk you through <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna go down the path. But you know, women don't have that conversation. They don't tell each other. No, about like you what your reproductive organs really do right. and what they happen and, and there's so many doctors out here that just take your money right and be like you know uh, like, yeah. yeah that I'll, happened to one of our sister friends four who, rounds of IVF yeah four rounds of IVF in what Chicago and found out would later never, she would never yeah. have been able to get pregnant at yeah. all because she had yeah. some fibroids yeah and so, yeah, people don't talk, like people don't talk about the fibroid issue and how that plays a part into your your reproductive organs and what that means. Oh, yeah. Black women and, and the misdiagnosis of them and then men like supporting that whole thing and what we go through with it, like because right. it's immensely taxing on us as well. And like it's very that's why I, I celebrated you want more men yeah. on the show. Yes, seriously black men to share their perspectives because you all are in it and affected just yeah. as much as we are affected by it. Well, not just as much. Yeah. I didn't have any surgery done, but you know. Oh, well, yeah. That, <laughs> well, the physical but there are part. some male 
fertility issues. Like my husband had low motility and a low count. So thank God we didn't need a procedure, but I know some people who their husbands had to, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I went to a a few specialists to check and see Mm -hmm. and Mm-hmm. Jerk it off in a ch- cup all the time. Yeah, like right, that's yeah. all you're doing. Like it's crazy. Like your job. You're like <laughs> right. You're like, oh, how much do you need well, today? That would be right today. I kept talking to Gamal. I was like, are you okay? He like, just leave me. I know. I, I don't want to. No, it's a job. It becomes a job. It, wasn't, a it is a job. Yeah. The sex is a job. Everything's a job. Yeah. It just, it's terrible. But, you know, and the sad part is like the same guest that we were saying that had the four rounds of IVF, she actually got divorced as because a result. Like of not being able to have a baby with her. And the debt, her the debt they acquired. Yeah, the debt is crazy. I mean, the luckily, is crazy. we have done well in our lives, so we were fine. But like, you know, insurance covers two. And then right. luckily my job switched insurance, so it covered another two. And then wow. it was like... Okay, what are we gonna do now? No, yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do now? And so you, you just you spend a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of fights, a lot of a lot, lot of, of fights. blaming, blaming a each other. A lot of blaming. Let me ask you this question. Were you open with your friends about this? So no, my wife's very closed, much more closed than me. I'm a very I'm not that open either. There were a few people who knew, and it was mostly, right? So it's also the stigma of happy couple, where's your baby, right? Like, so, yes. So, like, why y'all don't have kids? So, a few times I would be like, because we can't. Mm. And it would just be like, huh? What's, what's that right. mean? Like, you know, like full face drop, like, right. you know, Crickets. like, stop, <laughs> stop asking that dumbass question. You yes. don't know. You don't know what people are going, going through, through or what's happening. So there were a couple of people who knew that we were going through, but not many. And as the process went or changed, would bring somebody else into the fold. But it was hard because people always questioned why, why we didn't have kids, what we were doing, what's taking so long, why we're, why we're not doing this. And, and all the while, we're like traveling the country, trying to have a kid and blaming each other and fighting and going through all of this turmoil while being judged simultaneously, right? right? And so you're like, just, it's heavy. It's like super heavy, you know, and you don't want to express too much. You know, I feel bad because I have a friend, he and his partner, they were trying IVF and they, they call me, they like, yo, tonight was the night, homie. Tonight was the night. Like, yo, we, we did it. We did it. We did it this morning. We did it this morning. Like, yo, it's it's popping. (laughs) And, you know, and, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, I just want you to know, no matter what the outcome comes, it's Mm. it's okay. But, you know, you can't really like, as a conversation, it's hard to tell people they were so excited. They were so, but it didn't happen. Right. It didn't, it didn't catch. It didn't. So, you know, people, you know, it's, it's this whole like thing that goes on. So, you start to be closed off about it because like you go through the pain and trauma. I remember the first time we did it, we got, I got in my phone, all these pictures of us in the, like, Oh, in her gown. Like I'm in there with the, like, we about to, (laughs) then, you know, you, you come in and it's like, yeah, unfortunately, you know, 
that didn't work and you know we're gonna have to try this other method or you you if we do this surgery for your fibroids we think it'll be better if we do this procedure we think it'll work better and you start to be like yo i can't share this is because then you get the follow-up questions like what's yeah. going on what's happening in here like right. yeah i can't deal with that it sucks thank you for listening to our show today please follow a tribe called fertility on instagram facebook tiktok and twitter Feel free to DM us with your questions and thoughts or to share your fertility story. For more information on your beautiful and brilliant podcast hosts, visit www.atribecalledfertility.com. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. It really helps the show and we welcome the feedback.